The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including ACLA Impact, Seed Equity Ventures, and Clean Energy Advisors. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and our guest today is Liz Baker, and she is the executive director of greatergood.org. Liz, welcome to the show. Devin, thank you so much for having me. I'm really thrilled to be here. Oh, we're, we're, we're thrilled to have you and appreciate you making the time for us. Tell us a little bit about uh, greatergood.org. Uh, greatergood.org is a 501c3 uh, whose mission is fairly broad. Um, it's sort of long, but we like to abbreviate and say that we help to protect people, pets, and the planet. And we're sort of an interesting mix of funders, um, meaning we fund you know, several thousand projects a year. And we also run our own projects, uh, which we call our, our signature programs. Um, and they fall in all sorts of different type of, of categories under people, pet, and planet. Fantastic. What's the total budget that you are able to make grants of each year? Uh, well, we're just closing our fiscal year, but it looks like our operating budget uh, this year will have been $45 million, and about $40 million of that is grants to other organizations. Um, and then the rest, the majority of that was then spent on our own programs. So wow. fairly large. Yes. Huge impact. Huge impact. How exciting. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Now, you provided uh, three wonderful insights, uh, eye insights, that is. And the, the first of your three insights is uh, tips for, um, you know, helping us make a difference. Uh the first was impact. Tell us about why impact is important as a guiding principle in, in making a difference. I mean, impact is sort of the, the holy grail of, of nonprofit. I like to put it first. Most people think that impact is, is at the very end, but we found um, with us and with our partners that most of the time, the, very, the most successful uh, programs um, or projects start backwards. So define what impact do you want to make? And you don't have to know exactly. And the thing that I've learned is that it doesn't always have to be big. You know, sometimes the, the smaller projects, the, the, the projects that cost, cost less money, that take less staff, or that are very obvious, um, have the biggest impact. So when we look at a new project or a new partner, um, we always start at the end. And even if we don't know all of the little minutiae around the impact, you have to have an idea of what you want to affect, what you want to help. I think that's a, a great a great way to start. Now, your second eye is imagination. That's a fun one, but help us figure out how that applies to doing good. I think imagination is the hardest. You have to imagine being able to solve the problem, right? And so when you think about like everyday, everyday life, there's problems that present themselves all the time, okay? And sometimes people just ignore them. I mean, but in order to be a nonprofit and have an impact, you have to see or imagine that that problem can be solved and then be willing to do something. That's really, I, 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 that's great. 
I, I, I think it's not only the hardest, but boy, it sure seems important to be able to envision a solution to the problem. I mean, yeah, uh, and I mean, I'm so lucky because we do, you know, get to work with with so many amazing people that like some of the stories of just the very simplest thing. Um, it was just somebody who was like, Hey, these kids are hungry. I can get 35,000 bananas for $1,500. You know, my wife and I will go out in the Philippines every day and give the kids in our community bananas. Boom. That's it. But guess what? Huge impact, right? Yeah. Huge impact. And it's because they, they were able to, you know, imagine what they wanted to do and then see the problem. And then, you know, the innovation part is doing something about it. Doing yeah. it. Well, that is the perfect segue to your third eye, innovation. So tell us about how we innovate. Yeah, that's hard. I mean, that's, you know, you have to do something different um, than what's being done because that's why you have the problem. Um, you know, and there's, again, there's so many great examples of that. One of our, our programs, uh, a rescue bank program, basically takes dog food or pet food that would be um, landfilled and, you know, at a cost to the manufacturers and then has sort of a hub and spoke logistics model and works off the Feeding America model. So that's, you know, I always say if there's a model that works, don't, don't reinvent the wheel. And, and so they pay a little bit per pound, which covers the operating costs. And then rescue groups have food and the manufacturers don't have to landfill it. So, you know, that's a, a real, that was a very, very innovative. Um, the uh, John Kane and Elizabeth Asher started that as a local Houston program. And now it's this huge national program. Wow. wow yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a great example of the kind of impact that people can have when they start putting the three eyes together, right? Yeah. And you have to be fluid. Like, like a good example for me was that we, we fund this really amazing school in, in Laganak, Haiti, where they teach the kids in Creole, in their native language. They don't do corporal punishment. And we were there a couple of years ago on a visit, and it became just, like, glaringly obvious to us that this is great, but they're, they're, they're really hungry. And so if we want to, you know, be able to have, like, let them appreciate this quality education, like, we have to feed them first. And so we were able to step back and say, okay, yeah, we still love the school and we still love, but our impact isn't going to work unless we, you know, see the problem. Okay. The problem is they're hungry and then figure out what to do about it, how to get them food so that then the impact can be successful in terms of their education. So it's, you know, I have them in an order, but they're sort of all intertwined and you have to keep looking at, at all three of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh really a powerful insight. And so in the Haiti example, you were able to uh, uh, make a difference there, right? Yeah, absolutely. We were able to deliver every kid in the school three egg-laying hens and teach them cooping and um, provide protein. Um, and, you know, now in some cases, another source of income if they're laying a lot of eggs, which then they can go to school, get this great education because they're not starving. Wow. Yeah. Great. It was very cheap. It was very inexpensive to do that, you know, so. Well, that's terrific. That's terrific. I want to just take advantage of the opportunity while I've got you to ask you a couple of more personal questions, but uh, clearly you are a role model to many. I mean, uh, people look up to you around the world for the work that you're doing, but who do you look up to? Who inspires you? 
so hard because everybody inspires me all the time. Um, one person that truly inspires me, and it sort of goes back to, to my belief in these three eyes, um, is a, a, a man by the name of Ben Simon. And I met Ben when I, I first started in Greater Good um, at, in 2012. And, you know, I, I talked to groups all the time and I was trying to schedule a meeting with him and he had said something back to me that said, you know, I have, I have classes at this time. And I was like, classes? Well, it turns out that Ben and two of his friends were sitting around at the University of Maryland College Park uh, in the dining hall and looked at all the food that was going to waste. And they thought, wow, that's a lot of waste. And so they worked with, uh, with University of Maryland to um, get that food. And so they basically packaged the food, which is the cost. And then they got a team of volunteers to deliver that food uh, in the middle of the night so that when, um, you know, homeless shelters or veterans pantries or food pantries came the next morning, they had all this food that was, you know, not that old, um, less than, than 12 hours old. And then they, they fed their community. Um, and I was like, wow, like, okay, like these are college kids, right? Do you know how many kids, I mean, myself included, have sat in a dining room somewhere and you just see the waste, right? But they did something about it. And now there's 30 chapters. They've given out 800,000 plus meals, right? And, and the ancillary benefit to that is that they're getting, other kids their age involved in their community and making a difference. So I I admire him. (laughs) Boy, I guess so. I guess so. What a great story. Thank you for sharing that. Now, you've devoted your life to this career focused on taking care of people and animals and the planet. Why? What, what, What made you feel personally responsible to be doing something? I mean, because I can, and um, I, I sort of came into nonprofit through a, a for-profit job where at PetFinder.com, where there wasn't really a foundation staff. We all sort of took turns, and then it became very clear that um, somebody needed to actually run the foundation, and so I sort of stepped up. But I, you know, money is great. You need money to solve problems, but what you really need somebody to do something and if everybody gave one hour a week doing what they're good at or even not what they're good at right one hour a week we wouldn't be where we are in the world you know it's it's easy to write a check yeah it's hard to spend money well it's so hard it's you know people nonprofits need help they need help they, they need help not just money i think right yes yeah. absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting insight. Uh, yeah, we we sometimes think of the uh, money as the hard part. I know nonprofits often tell me the money is the hard part. You're saying maybe they don't appreciate what the real hard part is. I'm saying that money is important, but if you look at a lot of the groups, what they spend money on, you could fill that gap if you had a consistent base of people that would give their time to help. Yeah. Boy, power of volunteers. Great, great insight. Well, 
perfect segue to uh, my my last question. As we ask all of our guests for uh, what I call an impact hack, some tip that would help us do more good. What's yours? Um, I think small actions get big results. Um, Work within the community that you're serving and you can't do everything well. So partner with the other organizations that do well. Well, that that is great. Great tips. Well, uh, Liz, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. Before you go, I want you just to take a minute and tell us uh, how people can engage with you, how they can learn more about greater good and how they can participate in helping you do more good. Oh, great. Yeah. So the www.greatergood.org. Um, my email address is lizbaker at greatergood.org. Those are both on the websites. We run a ton of amazing volunteer programs from um, cataloging um, biodiversity um, in, in Sonora to rebuilding animal shelters. Um, you know, so if you're interested at all in, in volunteering, um, shoot me an email. If you have questions, if you're a group that has a really great project, feel free to email me and, and we'll get back to you. Fantastic. Well, Liz, thank you so much for being with us today. We wish you every success in doing greater good. Thank you for having me. All righty, let's do some good. At the intersection of financial services and social media, Gate Global Impact, GGI, uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Seed Equity Ventures is a registered broker-dealer with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and a member of both FINRA and SIPC providing investment banking services to startups globally. Seed Equity's mission is to find the best and brightest entrepreneurs and connect them with global investors. Clean Energy Advisors creates investment opportunities in the renewable energy sector that provide clients with a predictable income, preservation of capital, and positive impact. Clean Energy Advisors is committed to providing clients with investment opportunities with both market rates of return and measurable impact. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.